born ready. You were born five minutes ago. <laughs> I was reborn ready. <laughs> That's so relevant. I'm with the amazing Simone Holtznagel. Oh, you're grinning because I called you amazing. No, I'm grinning because you got my name right. Yeah. I'm with the amazing Joe Thornelli. Thank you. Simone is, I can call you an international model. Well, some people like to. And a bit of a guest girl. And not a bit. I'm was. Fa- okay. Am. And I'm fairly sure you're the only guest I've had on this podcast that's been on the cover of Playboy. I mean, I hope I am the only guest that you've had that's been on the cover of Playboy. Maybe I should make that my entire next year that I'll only have guests that have been. (laughs) So if you've been on the cover of Playboy, uh, zealotpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, Now, a bit of housekeeping. Mm -hmm. First of all, we're going to dedicate this episode. I know. My mum ran my cat over two days ago, guys. To Simone's. Ex-cat. I'm so sorry. It's not my ex-cat. She's still my cat. I didn't break up with her willingly. I'm sorry. So this is dedicated to Fluffy or what's her full name? I got her for my ninth birthday and I called her Fluffy Miffin Mary Muffin Holtznagel. This is for you, Fluffy Miffin Mary Muffin Holtznagel. Thanks. How good am I with names? Is (laughs) it blowing your mind? The second part of uh, R.I.P. Fluffy. Thank you. The second part of our housekeeping is Simone and I have known. This isn't me being mean because Simone and I have known each other for a and while. And Joe's now. never been nice to me. <laughs> That's true. We started. That's a so, good point, yeah. actually. Uh, but Simone tends to go on a bit, so we've agreed on a safe word. Our safe words. Um. So if Simone, I ramble. Is rambling, and she hears me going um. That means shut up. And the third bit of housekeeping is that by the time this comes out, it will be announced that I'm going to do a live episode of Zealot in goddamn Canada. Woo! The the Toronto True Crime Film Festival, which is on the 14th and 15th of June in Toronto, is hosting a live episode. I'm so excited. Are you having guests? Yes, I have a guest. Okay, well, why wasn't I invited? That's really rude. Because you don't live in Canada, you live in Los Angeles. I dated a guy from Canada once. Oh, so then I, like, my yeah, apologies. Basically the same qualifies. thing. <laughs> Speaking of LA, did you like how I did that? Yes, I do. Okay. I like the segue. Speaking of LA, we are talking about... What's their name? Tell me your stupid name. Tell me your stupid name. I like to say Yod. But some would say Father Yod and the Source family. We have cult. known how to pronounce his name for weeks now. Yeah, but I still like to say Yod. Yod or Yod. I say Yod. Yeah. But lots of people say Yod. It I depends know. where you're from, really. I only know how to pronounce cats' names. <laughs> Do you mean like the musical? Like Fluffy Fluffy with Mary Muffin. I thought you meant like... May she rest in peace. Let's first cover off. The fact that this cult is in your hood or was in your hood. No, still is. So I am from Wollongong. Yes. I badmouthed Wollongong a couple of episodes ago. I'm so sorry. I badmouthed Wollongong every day of my life. Sorry, Wollongongers. Um, (laughs) Is that what they call? Are they called gongers? I don't know. They are now. They they are now. They're called gongers. What's up, any gongers Um, listening? Any gongers? Sorry. Uh, love you. So I moved to LA five years ago and while I was doing my research, I actually discovered that they, their first house that they bought. The mother house. The mother house that they bought off, uh, the guy who owned the LA times oh. is five minutes around the corner from where I live in LA. And I walk past it. I would like to say every day when I go for a walk, for a hike up Griffith Park to the observatory. But it's like twice a week. Right. Twice a week. I walk Simone past, the, past house the cult house at least twice a week. But I know the house that you're talking about. I think it was their second house. Anyway. No, it was the first one. And then the, the second sec- one. Oh, yes. The second one they got up in like Laurel Canyon-ish, like close to where Sharon Tate and that lived. Mm-hmm. And then they had like 100 people or something silly in a two-bathroom house. But have you ever been on a sleeper train? 
Yes, but only from I'm sorry, I've only been on one between Italy and France. Oh, well, I've only been on one between <laughs> Vietnam and Vietnam, so I feel like that would have been like exponentially worse. <laughs> like I slept with one eye open. Oh, and can also I congratulate you on exponentially. Thank you. Are you proud? So proud. <laughs> thank you. Why did you bring up a sleeper train? The house for like mm. the mother house that the source family had. Then they got a bigger one that had four bedrooms, but they turned every room. Oh, into the compartment. Yes. Yes. Let's save that for later because that's good. But, dude, Father Yod, Father Yod Yod, let's call him that from now on. Yod Yod? Yod Yod. He wasn't always a cult leader hippie. Well, everything I've seen of him, he looks like he was born to be a cult leader hippie. Except (laughs) I've seen some super early photos where he's doing the whole Errol Flynn you know how did he look quite hot? You um, kind of, but you know how movie stars that were supposed to be buff, like yes. in the yes, in the fifties, like they've got kind of dad dad, dad bods, bods with a girdle. Yes, yeah, he had one of those. But he I was... still know a lot of men in LA who look like that, so it's totally fine. <laughs> I think he like set the prerequisite yeah, for yeah. LA. Oh, he set so many precedents. Um, but he was born Jim Baker, which is kind mm-hmm. of. A boring name. Yeah. But no wonder he changed his name to Yod or Yod. Or... Yod, Yod, Yod. Yod, Yod. Like at age 12. He was the strongest man in the world. Close. LA. <laughs> he won. No. <laughs> Jesus. He won this title, which was America's Strongest Boy. Oh, fuck. That was. So that would have been like. That was close. You I got I was close. You can sweat. But this is like, so this is 1934. What are the criteria? You have to throw a kettle over a pub. <laughs> okay, I'm going to list all, all this stuff he did before he even thought. Which also means you're going to list all the stuff he did before he was 12, which made him think that he had a right to fucking control people before he was 12. No, I start at 12 and then I move up. So he and his first wife, Elaine, had a deaf child in the early 50s. I don't know what that's got to do with anything, but it's it's there. He left his first wife and his child to go to Hollywood to, yes. aud- to audition for Tarzan movies. Which imagine, clearly he didn't get. Imagine just going into your first bar in LA and it's like, what are you here for? And he's like, baby, I'm here to audition for the role of Tarzan. Although admittedly she might have gone, who's that? That's what I did when I first came to Hollywood. <laughs> and look at you now. Look at me now. I had two billboards. I walked in and I was like, hey, I'm here to be Jane. <laughs> I would have been the chimp. <laughs> <laughs> What's the chimp's name? Um, the chimp's name is like... Um, no. Eric. Yeah, no, that's my granddad's name. <laughs> um, not willing to rest on his laurels. He became a stuntman and then he just thought, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to rob two banks. Did he do that? Yes. I never came across anything saying he robbed rob two, banks. two banks. Oh, shit. Well, this why? is a, you know, when people say, live your best life. He was living his. I believe Jim Baker slash Yod Yod. <laughs> Yod Yod. Was living his best life. <laughs> and then he thought, oh, I'm bored again. I'm going to kill two people. I'm going to kill two people. Yeah. So bored. I'm going to live my best life uh, and commit uh, murder. Yeah. So, and I read this article in The Gourmand by Hannah Lack, and she puts it really well. So he killed two guys at mm. different times, and it says. Because he was the strongest kid in the world. He was the strongest, was world's the, strongest, strongest boy. But Hannah says about the killings. First, a drunken neighbour in a dispute over a dog. How did I not fair. find this? Just relax. I'll go with that. Okay, sorry. Uh, and later, the irate husband of a blonde television actress with whom Baker was having an affair. Oh my God, that's so weird that you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really familiar. At his trial in 1963, the coroner couldn't decide whether it was the two judo chops to the man's windpipe. No, I, yes, I read this. Or the bullet through his head that killed him. I'm guessing... I would say um, if you judo chop someone in the windpipe 
and then you don't think they're dead, you'll probably shoot them. But if you shoot them in the head, then you're not going to go up to a corpse and judo chop it twice. Well, you might because then... Well, I mean, I'm just saying if I was a killer, I'd judo chop you twice and if you weren't fully dead, I'd shoot you in the head. Shoot first, judo chop later. No, because there's like wasting a bullet. Like if you can judo chop someone and kill them, then done. I think bullets are cheap, but I get your point. <laughs> but then it's I would like to be silent, but deadly. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't need to be silent until I go, oh... <laughs> But then it says, although Baker was acquitted in both cases, he was required by the judge to register his bare hands as lethal weapons. Lethal weapons, yes. If you had to I register think cool. like, something you have as lethal weapons, what would it be? Labia. <laughs> I think probably my automatic rifles. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd like to point out that I don't own any guns and I think guns are I'd stupid. like to point out that I don't own any, own any labias. <laughs> And then after that, Jimmy, Jimmy Baker, yod yod. Yod yod. Thought, hey, yeah. I'm done. I'm yeah. going to open up a fucking health food shop. Yeah, that's right. He thought, I'm bored again. He's very, he gets yeah. bored really easily. I'm going to follow the traditional trajectory of murderers. Bank, bank robbers and murderers. <laughs> and I'm going to open a health food shop. And that, do you know what? That sentence is so LA. <laughs> <laughs> I am a murderer and I'm going to open a health food store based off the food that I was fed in prison and you'll all look skinny and fabulous. Okay, we have a fictional T-shirt for every episode and the leading T-shirt slogan so far is, I'm a murderer and I'm going to open a health food restaurant. (laughs) And on the back of the T-shirt it says, that's so LA. (laughs) Okay, America's strongest boy killed some people, robbed some banks, opened a health food shop. And he became really good at the health food shit. This was... Uh, yeah, you know uh, the apple cider vinegar that everyone uh, drinks, like the Braggs, like B-A-R-A-double-G. Can you see me right now? Do do you, do I look like someone who knows people who drink apple cider vinegar? Oh, fuck, I don't know. But uh, That's a, so LA. The, that is so LA. No, but the granddaughter the daughter of uh the guy who started the apple cider vinegar thing called Braggs who was one of the health food pioneers in LA I don't know oh well did you even watch it no. or did you just make me watch it you <laughs> just made you watch it <laughs> I think I know what I'm talking about a lot of our information comes from a documentary called the source family which was made by ex-members of the source family yeah. so I think it might have been a little bit biased but at the same time no it didn't pull many punches. Talk, let's talk about the restaurant. <gasps> one was called The Aware Inn. I think that was their first one and he opened it in 1955. The Aware Inn, no, I've got. That's early for health food. What was the one on the corner, the one that the I've old been world? to? Was old it? World. The Old World is on the corner of uh, Sunset and I want to say Holloway where his first restaurant was. My guest billboard was directly <gasps> across the road. So when my billboard came out, oh, sorry, Miss Goose, my second guest billboard was across <laughs> the road from there. And when it came, my second guest billboard came out, I actually went and sat in the pub, which was Father Yod Yod's <laughs> old restaurant. And I sat there and I just looked at myself on the billboard and I drank gin and tonics. And all the waitresses were like, are you fine? I was like, yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm just looking at myself. You drank a gin and tonic staring at your guest billboard across the road. From Father Yojod's old... old... From a murderer of bank robbers health food restaurant. And you know what that makes me feel? Like warms the cockles of my heart. Do you know what I reckon? What? That's so LA. (laughs) That is thorough LA. (laughs) But dude is good at restaurants. And eventually, on the 1st of April, 1969, not an April Fool's joke. Sounds like it. I know. Okay. He opens the sauce restaurant, which it's not a restaurant that just serves sauce. Believe it or not, they don't serve mushroom sauce. They're like a vegan restaurant, right? Like Goldie Hawn. Vegan and vegetarian. Well... So yeah. many celebrities went there. Goldie Hawn, Woody Allen. Do you know how many movies that restaurant was featured yes, in? Yes, and it was in, wait, Woody Allen. Uh, 
Um, yes, the Woody, Annie Hall. Yes, it was an Annie Hall, and and he orders jokingly the mashed yes, yeast. Yes, mashed yeast. Okay, and that sounds like the bad name of like a Pornhub gone bad. <laughs> mashed yeast. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny if I knew uh, what Pornhub was. <laughs> Apparently, Steve McQueen went to the sauce yes. restaurant. They were too busy, so he just went to the kitchen and made himself a goddamn sandwich. This, by this time as well, Jim Baker is transforming. He no longer looks like a guy who auditioned to be Tarzan. He looks like Jesus. He looks like the guy that I see every afternoon walking along Hollywood Boulevard dressed up as Jesus. Yeah, this is like he looks like Moses, a combination of like Moses, Moses plus weed plus early Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> he looks like something you'd sweep out from under your under your bed, but with yeah. a, with a degree. Like who's, yeah, <laughs> something you'd sweep out that has their shit together. And he realises that because he's a bit older and because his hippie health food restaurant yes. really kind of attracts a young crowd, it's wildly successful and he gets a bit addicted to attention, I reckon. So, oh, do you know anything about that? So he, I don't know anything about being addicted <laughs> to attention, but uh, thanks for the shout-out. So the Old World restaurant, mm. uh, which was the crossroad, I have yep. to say it again. From but, your uh, guest billboard. From my second guest billboard. Um, but just down the road from that is this place called Cabo Cantina, which is a Mexican, like, sports bar restaurant. And that was where, like. The sauce, fa- the yes. sauce restaurant was. The sauce restaurant was. When I but, come visit you in L.A., can we go and have some Yeah, the because they there? basically have, like, a painting of me on the wall. Like, I don't think it was meant to look like me, but she's a character show and it just happens to look like me. She's got one her giant tits. So. In LA, are you yeah, sure? Yeah, I know. Like, it could be anyone, but it's like distinctively me. Do you know what that is? Uncanny. That's so LA. <laughs> Jim Baker is becoming Father Yone, and he starts holding. He starts being pretty convinced of his own appeal, and he starts holding these meditation sessions. So once he starts these meditation sessions, he realizes that he can be this father figure. To all these young, often underage hippies. Um, yeah, no. So he's like, I'm the father. I'm Father Yod. Yod. Yod, Yod. And you guys are my children. And our family name is Aquarian. That's our goddamn surname. Yeah. Um. Wait. What did we said that we would be? You're Gemini Aquarian. I'm Gemini Aquarian. No, I, I'm sarcasm Aquarian. Oh yeah. And I said that I was like Uranus Aquarian yeah. or something. Because like you're that. grown up. <laughs> yeah. I love you. I'm a grown up, and I pick sensible words. But this is. Can we just talk about that? So everyone gets new first names, and these first names. These are bad. One of the girls' names is like Isis Aquarian, which well, like obviously mean... didn't carry any weight back then. No. But like now it does. But the rest of them were like Electricity Aquarian or like Zion Aquarian or Clarity. like Johan Aquarian. Just, I don't think <laughs> Johan Aquarian. There was like <laughs> Librarian Aquarian. <laughs> there was Australian Aquarian. <laughs> Hangnail Aquarian. <laughs> Some of these aren't true. There was, this is the dawn of Aquarian. Rastafarian Aquarian. <laughs> Let's just make the whole rest of the podcast this. Clogged Paws Aquarian. <laughs> That's so LA, Aquarian. <laughs> Playboy model Aquarian. <laughs> so then they became... The Brotherhood of the Source, which is a little bit sexist, but we are talking like 1972. Okay. Even though they're called the Brotherhood of the Source, there was barely any men in that There cult. were hella chicks. Like, if you look at it, it's like basically 20 girls to all of one the boy. Yeah. And having said that, all the chicks look amazing. They're, this Doesn't is- make it any better. 
But I'm just putting it out there. If you're going to be part of a cult, be one that's fashion and hot and like. You heard it here. Yeah. This is a babin cult. These yeah. people are great looking. And I hate to say it because. Yeah, because it's very sexist. My taste in men. Because the men were yeah, as well. The, the men in the cult is the type of guys that you like. I know. They've I got like beards. The only difference between the guys I like and homeless people are like <laughs> a bath and a bookshelf. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I have met some of the guys that you date and, yeah. You should meet the current one. He's lovely. Yeah, I heard. Okay. So they're like, we're hot. We meditate. We like vegetables. Let's all live together. Mate, I don't even like living, like, love you, Caroline. Shout out to my roommate. <laughs> love you. But, like, fuck. Why would you want to live with more than why, just one or two people? Why would you want to live with more than 20 people? I suppose that's where a communal compound comes in. Take me to your compound. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> Can I just put it out there? That most of the people that lived in that compound were females. And I've got two. They would have synced up. Exactly what I was about to say. I have two. I've got a younger sister and an older sister and a mum. And my poor father, all of us being absolute feral animals all at the same time. Like, you're a twin. Yeah. Oh, we synced up. Yeah. But, like, what about, like, you guys and your mum? Yep. But also, this is a cult. It mostly wears white. Wearing white but is like, a bold choice. It, it, under any circumstances. Yeah. But this one one week of every month in this cult, you couldn't move for Sard's wonder soap. <laughs> so they all moved into a house. Yeah. And this is the mother house. It's a 15-bedroom mansion. You're talking about the place in Los Feliz around in, the corner I'm from I'm so my glad house. you said that because I don't know how to pronounce yeah. Los Feliz. Um, it's called like Los, like Los Feliz or Los Feliz. F-E-L-I-Z. Yeah. There's a lot of footage in the Source Family documentary at this, thank you, at this time that's astounding. So it's a bunch of... It's a bunch of youths living together. It's a bunch of hot youths yes. living together. It's basically a sorority house and instead of having a sorority mum, it's a sorority father who has right to fuck everyone in the house. It's a sorority house called Sigma Cum Patchouli. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Um, I don't understand sororities. <laughs> like the footage of the... Of the first baby born in the mother house. Oh, oh, my God. We have to talk about the first baby born in the mother house. That he was born dead. So full of – no, okay. They say – this. They this say. Is they say he was born dead. And still that, born. Let's not say he was born dead. He was still born no. and he didn't breathe for seven minutes and then Father Yod-Yod came along and allegedly he was like – um, and said all this magical shit and then he kissed the baby on the mouth and blew air into it and then he just like expanded like a balloon and then it came to life. Okay, do you know what happens with every baby? Then... Uh, no, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, never do. So. But they, they're not breathing when they come out of the womb and then you blow on the Yeah, face, you take the shit out of their mouth. And then they're fine. Yeah. So what this miracle was a standard birth. That's what it seemed like oh, to me. Oh, okay. So what you're telling me is that these hippies didn't know what a standard what birth I'm, was. What I'm telling – yeah, these 15-year-olds yeah, didn't know true. what the fuck very they true, were doing. Very true. I'm, look, I'm just going to put my hat down in the ring of – You're going to throw your hat in the ring, are you, Well, because there's two rings. One is <laughs> – One is miracle performed by Father Yod-Yod and the other <laughs> is – just general like is, housekeeping of a, a newborn. Yeah, is yeah. ex bank robber and murderer <laughs> is standing nearby when a standard birth occurs. Mm, true. Yeah. yeah, but it's pretty yeah. hectic footage, yeah. and you should check it out. No, I have. Yeah, no, I mean everyone you, else yeah. check it out. And this kid is still living. So if you're listening, <laughs> hey y'all. If you if you're listening, Joni loves Chachi Aquarian. <laughs> What's up? Um, reach out brother yeah reach out so they 
thought, okay, we're in this house. There's a father figure. We're all hippies. We're all wearing white. Our periods are all synced up. <laughs> the answer to the question, is there yoga in it? There is because Yod's. Because they'd get up, they'd go and dip in a, yeah. a pool or body of water and then they'd get out and they'd do yoga and then they'd have a giant blunt. So they had they had their beliefs but they also had their routine, which yeah. was, yeah, wake up at 3, mo- 3 in the morning, have a freezing cold swim in the pool. Yeah, jump and, into the closest body of water, get out. And then have a six-minute hit yes. of the weed. Because they had, had to, yes, a six minute like joint session. Yeah. And then you had to meditate and then you'd be set for the rest of your day. And which was same. basically working for free. Yeah. But I think like, people that worked at the source restaurant got paid, but basically everything else, which was cleaning I mean, and everything, you I, just did it for free. Like, I kind of skipped the jumping into the cold water part. But I can <laughs> guarantee, guarantee you that smoking a joint for six minutes in the morning no, will it's not six help seconds. you. Oh, well, I did six minutes. <laughs> well, it did not me. <laughs> so they also he sat down. Yod 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 sat down. Yod Yod with his inner circle and just went. We need some kind of manifesto. So they sat down and they looked at all the religions and mysticism and all the commandments. Yeah, and commandments. Com- commandments. Com- we're Commandments. 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 Daily menu. Get up, get into a body of water, get out and uh, smoke a little bit of weed and then you would uh, say your prayers, like a sort of meditation Yeah, very much a meditation thing. But they would go through the commandments. Commandments? Lose yourself to find yourself. Does that mean I'm already part of the fam? Because I lose myself almost daily. So <laughs> That's what GPS is for. Siri, where is Father Yod? So the Ten Commandments for the Age of Aquarius, you fucking hippies. <laughs> Number one is obey and live by the teachings of your earthly spiritual father. Which Fuck is like, off, Yod. It's like do what I say. Yeah, basically. Number two, love your earthly spiritual father more than yourself. I hate anyone besides me. But it's like, wow, that went harsh pretty quickly. But it's basically do what I say. Yeah, well. Then the third one, harm not one of your body parts either by neglect, food, drink or knife. That's nice. I feel like I harm like a lot of my body parts by drink. But by knife? Uh, never. Great, great. You're halfway there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Does that mean I'm in? Well, the fourth <laughs> one. <laughs> Allow each vibration to complete its own cycle without interference. Excuse don't talk me. About, <laughs> don't bring up vibrators. Oh, I was about to bring up washing machines. Yeah. Yeah, Father Yod wants you to make sure that you don't lift up the lid of the washing machine <laughs> no, before gonna, it stops spinning. Yeah, or the dryer. Who cares? It doesn't mean anything. Like I don't discriminate. Okay, let's rocket through them. <laughs> Possess nothing you do not need and share all that you have. That means give me everything you have and we'll redistribute it. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. At this point in the early cult... One of the rules is, the man and his woman are one. Let nothing separate them. Thank you. Okay, if you believe that, great. But it's like, that's great for you, but you're sleeping with 50 other chicks that's one who thing. aren't on the same page as you, I don't think. That's one rule that Father Yod Yod, Yod, Yod. really broke quite substantially later. No shit. He, so- he married 14 people at once. I mean... In preschool, I think I married 15 dudes, but that was in preschool but, and it wasn't legal. And, so like, I just really like boys in preschool. Did you run a health food restaurant at, in preschool? <laughs> yeah, I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, squander not your creative force in lust, but come together only when the three vibrations of the physical, emotional, and mental are in harmony with spiritual love. Do you know what? If that's fucked. what you're waiting for, you're never going to meet anyone and you're going to be single for the rest of your life. That's basically what that's saying. So give up. You're listening to Relationships with Simone? <laughs> yeah. Give up! 
The third last one is each morning. Morning. <laughs> each morning. Each morning. Each morning. She each morning. Say. Join your vibrations with the ascending currents of universal life energy using the <laughs> method your earthly spiritual father has taught you. Oh, and that fucked. one means hits from the bong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pulling a billy. And then blah, blah, blah. Ninth one is do every act energetically, intelligently, truthfully, and lovingly. Fine. And the last one is when these commandments have been mastered, leave oh. the house of your earthly spiritual father and do the work of your heavenly father. So, so after LA. A bit, <laughs> so after a bit, they have to move. I don't think that any of their neighbours at the present time or even current time would put up with the shit going down at that house. But, like, four years previously, the Charlie Manson murders had happened just down the road. Yeah. So people... Well, it's not really down the road. It's quite far away. It's about 20 minutes. It's closer to them than here. It's in the same city. So people are kind of nervous about anything that looks like a hippie cult. Bloody hippies. Well, I mean, I feel like there's a difference between a hippie cult and like a fucking murdering cult. Absolutely. But it's but it's kind of like if... I feel like... But if a bunch of, say a bunch of Avon ladies committed these incredible murders, then you'd be worried if a bunch of Avon ladies moved into your neighbourhood. True. Right. So they had to move because the owner of the house kind of freaked out because mm-hmm. she thought, oh, they're a hippie cult. I remember only a few years ago about Mansons. So they moved from the mother house with to 15 bedrooms. House. Yeah, to Laurel, the father house. Laurel Canyon, right? Yeah, and the the father house only had three bedrooms. Yeah. and two bathrooms or something silly. Three bathrooms. But they put... Like if when you watch the documentary, they oh, turned they modified all, it. Yeah, they modified it. It was basically like a train. So they had um, it was like a sleeper three, train. Yeah, a sleeper train. They had the three bunk beds on like each wall. It like was, any bare space, bunk bed. There were no bears though. Um, but it was like one of those Tokyo compartment hotels, little cocoon. Except it wasn't that fancy. Imagine. It was like get some sleep in a bed, you might get yeah. chlamydia or crabs, you might not. Okay. Although they did have, they had a 30-day moratorium for new members where they weren't allowed to have sex just to make sure they were cleared oh, for. How did I not find that out? Because I dug real deep, but clearly not as deep as you, Joe Thorne. I dug as deep. As an STD <laughs> test. It's like they're an yeah. animal basically in quarantine. But can you imagine the week that we were talking about before, that week where all these women in white dresses using industrial strength laundry detergent. I was going to say shampoo. <laughs> I was like, where'd you get those? <laughs> At the industrial tampon shop. <laughs> they're all synced up. In a three-bedroom house. You can build extra bunks, but you can't build extra bathrooms. This is like 140 people in three bathrooms also, and all their periods are synced up. Oh. I've got two sisters and I can't even cope. And at this point, once they hit the father house, yo, I think God. They, yo, yeah, <laughs> they start to go a bit off. Yo, John, mm. when they move into the father house, and there's a photo of them all in their white yeah. dresses out the front. And there's the car in the middle. And it's a girl that looks like Sharon Tate. And she's sat on the windscreen of the car in a white dress. And she looks absolutely gorgeous. And there's a bunch of, you know, three out of the 15 women in the photo are pregnant. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. But. And it's, but everyone else drove combis except for Father Yod Yod, who drove a Rolls Royce. Yeah. But at this period, okay. Let Everyone me... I know who drives a Rolls Royce is a basic yod. Do you know what that is? Joe? So LA. <laughs> <laughs> so let me count off on my fingers, on my STD fingers, <laughs> the things that happen while they're at the father house. 
pregnancies. Father Yod. He thinks he starts telling people he's God yeah. and calling himself Yahuwah. But what about when those people said that they saw lightning bolts come out of his ears? That's one guy and he was tripping balls. <laughs> yeah, he took a bad <laughs> <Yeah>. trip. <laughs> starts thinking he's God, calls himself Yahuwah. Starts getting into um, sexual magic and there's some interesting photographs from that time. Oh, I think I've seen them. It's like Kama Sutra-ish slash Harry Potter-ish. Slash <laughs> Yeah. I'll put some pictures up on the Zealot Facebook page. Which like if you want to like mix Harry Potter and some Kama Sutra and uh, tarot cards together, then you'll get... Uh, Sphincter Patronum. (laughs) Yeah, gets interested in all this sexual magic when he read about the Order of the Golden Dawn, which is, oh, it's this. That that sounds like the Order of the Golden Shower. It's not, but it's not far But it sounds like Aleister Crowley and Satanism and all that sort of stuff. It's all just like mystical magic but spelling magic with a K. That name just sounds um, not good. But they also start their band because this is the time where he goes, actually, my sort of spiritual wife, Robin, isn't doing it for me anymore. Yes. I'm going to fuck other people. Because they were getting families and things, sniffing around by this point, going, my underage daughter has moved into this house into a sleeper train Japanese hotel <laughs> cubicle. So that ahead of their time. Father Yo decided that <laughs> everyone just all the underage girls had to get married. Because when you're married When you're married, he thought he could do whatever he wanted. Yeah. Oh, but we're moving away from the band. It's bizarre that he did start a band because from all evidence, he was in no way musically gifted. Yeah, it's like if he were, like, would you not have, like, made up your own hymns and shit? Hymns. Yeah. Hymns Hymns and hers, mate. Come on. But this band is originally called the Yahoo 13 and then later the Spirit of 76. And so they bought all these instruments and all this recording material. Recording material? So he's bought all this equipment and... They just pretty much soundproof the garage and then they used to just play and record their jam, their shitty jam sessions and release them as albums. They released 65 goddamn albums. and sold- 65 albums or 65 singles? Albums. And they sold them out the back of the Source restaurant and they were crap. And people still, like, they, they're collector's you know items. Yeah, they would be worth. So much they money are, but right now. Garbage. Okay, like, I'm going to the- look up on eBay right now to see how much a Source family album goes for. Okay, one of them is called Penetration. Oh, Check that, that one. nice. <laughs> I don't want it though. I would pay for that. I only wanted it at 45, not 33 and a third. <laughs> I'm not going to pay for the album Penetration. No. Get fucked. So these albums, they're still celebrated as these seminal goddamn psychedelic stream of consciousness bullshit things but they're garbage i'll i might put some links to it on the zealot facebook page but don't it's do probably not a even worth it it seems like the highest thing's going for about 50 dollars oh no for the vinyl lp 57 but like is it worth that i'm not sure what are you doing that for penetration yeah, I think $57 is going right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird because I mean, he's dead. That's a lot more than on Spotify. <laughs> True. But you can listen on Spotify. I checked. So they're releasing shitty music. They're all, they're all fucking, they're getting married early and they're sleeping in compartments. And at this point the law starts going, yes, they got called. Didn't they get calls from um like child protective services and like the health and safety yeah, in be- LA because people were like their neighbors were concerned about the children's yes. like living facilities, but also there was a hundred and forty people living in a three bedroom, three bathroom We've covered that. mansion. But this is I know, but like just think about it. I know. I don't you want to think about it. You will call the health yeah. and safety. 
for a child, like I can let myself fester in that. But like for a baby, like that's pretty fucked up. That's right. It's it's fine for a guest model, yeah. but for a baby, yeah. And these, because <laughs> these kids, generally speaking, Father Yod Yod, sorry, now he's Yahoo. They're just against medical intervention of any kind. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like Pete Evans from My Kitchen Rules. <laughs> <laughs> what they love is bone broth. And not going to the doctor. <laughs> but every now and then a child needed to go to the Paleo. doctor. Paleo. And they would turn up at medical centres. Let's Did they even the, have medical centres? Let's though. stare at the sun. Okay, they would go to the doctor. And Do you know what's so weird? My agent actually told me to stare at the sun about three weeks no, ago. No, She said um, a client actually complained that you had your eyes shut while you were facing the water on a golf course. That makes sense. And she goes, so I think you should just practice looking at the sun for five minutes a day. And I was like, cool, I'll burn my retinas out in the process. Do anyway, you know um, so LA. <laughs> it's um, so LA. They would take them to medical centers or whatever they were in the 70s. Bond. And all these kids. <laughs> <laughs> They would take them to medical barns <laughs> and go, these kids have staph infections. So you've got... My you- agent has staph infection. <laughs> Not the one who told me to look at the sun, though. Another the one. The one who would want me to edit that out. The law's going, okay, we're not sure if labour laws are being complied with. There's probably some underage stuff. There's rampant staph infections. There's home births and there's no proper medical care. We're going to have a closer look at this. And that's when Father Yod Yod said, even though we're right in the middle of a jam, man. Let's um, just leave this town. Let's move to Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> was it Maui? No, it was Wahe. Like the phone? Kauai, Hawaii. Kauai, yeah, close enough. Wahe. They really it's liked amazing. rhyming. Mm. So they went to Kauai and Hawaii. Uh Coincidentally, just when the law got interested in them. And, but all the people, like, they, so they moved to Kauai mm. and Hawaii and uh, they moved into, like, the middle of nowhere, right? They, like, they didn't have any close neighbours, but the very small village that they moved into, uh, it was, like, raised that these people were weirdos. And they the were not very, popular. Yeah, the very small community that they moved amongst were not keen on them being there. Because I think a lot of people were moving to that area yeah, because it was like, all new wanted, age. Yeah, but they all kind of wanted to go off the grid. They moved there and a lot of the local people who lived on that island in Hawaii were not keen on the fact that no. they had moved there. And, and they, yeah, and but Father Yodiod had promised all this shit that it was going to be like a retreat and, this and paradise. Every, yes, and everyone got there and there was like mud shacks and, and they were the- like what the fuck is going on why did we just leave this mansion in LA with three bedrooms three bathrooms 140 people and come to this island in Hawaii and we've got like a leaf to sleep underneath we've got a leaf to sleep underneath but additionally they, it didn't occur to them that their main source of income was this asshole. <laughs> they put all their money into, like, what sort of dickhead goes, I'm going to quit my job. Jobs, quit your job tomorrow, give all your money to me, let's move to Hawaii. I'll take control of your bank account. Fine. But was the source restaurant? This was And they hu- closed it. This was a hugely... Hugely successful LA restaurant, astronomically successful, ten thousand dollars a week or Golden Lawn, Woody Allen. Yeah, everyone used to go there. Everyone, the whole cast of St. Elmo's Fire used to eat there after shooting. Wow. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it was a really cool movie. Shut up. Um, oh, okay. So without I'll this income, they're in Hawaii. But it's like, why would you shut your restaurant? Like, I know they're trying to shut you down because they thought they you were running a pedophile there. ring. Yeah, but you could have fucking hired new people. Except they were being investigated for labor laws and stuff. So they had to shut it down. Oh, and right. Leave. But why didn't you have more money? Oh, maybe because they had 140 kids to look after. Who maybe. knows? And they but were- they were promised a lot when they moved. 
And they were like, they were going to grow their own food yeah. and fish. And so they And when they all pulled up, they were all like, yeah, what the fuck? So they blew their money on fishing equipment and a plane to look for fish. Oh, I remember that. And they're like, Just- yes, they got a plane to look for fish. And I'm like, you know what would be better? Maybe a boat to look for fish. I reckon, well, they bought a boat as well, but I reckon instead of a boat to fish for fish. Maybe get fishing rods. And a plane <laughs> Maybe get fishing rods fish and fishing rods to fish for fish. Get a net. Buy a shitload of fish in a freezer. <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm sorry, I'm just a problem solver. Uh yeah, or buy like a fuckload of bait and just drag so it along. Much bait. So at this point, Father Yodiod is like, Yod-yod. okay, I've changed my mind. I'm gonna be a kite surfer. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my mind. I'm not God anymore. Yes. I've just decided I'm kind of bored. And, and he was like, I don't know why you're following me. And they're like, no. You all need to find your own path. Or he went on some tangent like that, right? Yeah. And he said, no, no, no. They, they were like, no, we're pretty sure yeah, you're Yeah, they were God. all like, okay, well, why did you bring us here then if you're not God? And he said. Even though the people saw lightning shoot out of his ears that one time, but no one else did. Yeah. So he said, okay, look, I'm a bit bored. And you know what happens when Jim Baker gets bored? <laughs> he needs a new hobby. He said, I'm going to go hang gliding. Yeah. I'm you know gonna, what? Famous last words. I'm going to go hang gliding off Makapu Cliff. Although I think if I went hang, hang gliding because I would be shit scared, it would be, <laughs> it would be Makapu Cliff. <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking say that. I know you. I knew you were going to make a poo joke right then. So he goes, he gets his hang glider, and there he is. Can you? Yeah, but where did you just get a hang glider from in 1969 or, like, 79 or whatever it was? 1974, you couldn't move for hang gliders. Yeah, but, like. Turn a corner, boom, hang glider. Really? They're everywhere. Absolutely. Uh, Do you remember that? Every ad for Coke. I was alive, bitch. (laughs) Don't even question me. Um. You, yeah, no, as soon as you graduated high school, you got a free hang glider. Really? Yeah. That's so weird. It's absolutely true. <laughs> and so apparently it was a windy day. And can you just mm-hmm. imagine his, like, long beard blowing in the wind yes, as he can. tries to tell everyone he's not God? Yeah, and he was like, I'm not God. I'm just going to go hang gliding and see what happens on an incredibly windy – no – and as soon as he jumped off the yeah. make a poo no, cliff. No, what I heard on make a poo cliff, he went down like a lead balloon. There was no wind. He jumped off the cliff and when he did, a big gust of wind came and picked him up and then took him. Like, it was exactly the opposite of that. Oh, so it was super windy and he jumped off and then the wind just dropped off. <laughs> and he didn't die straight away. No, he lied on the ground for six hours and all his harem of women crowded him over the top and was like nursing his like yeah. bushy head and he was like i'm not god i'm not your god and they were like but, yes you are yo god but he said but i do i'm not your god but i do have a significant ouchie nine hours later he was dead <laughs> yeah well unfortunately yeah but they kept like, him for three days in the hawaii yes head. gross yeah it would have been like a fungi that was it <laughs> <laughs> He's the opposite of a fun guy. Um, fun gal? He was a- <laughs> but anyway, he fucking stunk. And then everyone, they sort of tried, one of his wannabe wives kind of tried to run it for a few years, but they mm. just disbanded. And that was kind of the end of the Source family. Yeah, which is really weird because there's like a shop in the Grove that sells like hot sauce. What? So I think the only thing we've got left to cover is random facts. Are there any things in your notes that we haven't covered? Random, random, random facts. I'm talking random facts. I'm talking random facts about cults and that. Cults and that. That is the most perfect thing I've ever heard. Talk about the cat in the documentary. Oh, my God. In 
uh, what was the documentary called? I've the Source it. Family. And the I'll put Source, a link to it yes. on the Facebook page. So everyone should watch uh, the Source Family documentary because it interviews a lot of ex-Source uh, Family members and a couple of them who were actually still together that met in the cult. Yeah, I think it's like electricity and carbon aquarium. Yeah, electricity and ISIS <laughs> met in the cult. Um, yeah, but electricity thought he had like a nerdy name or something anyway. Um but when you're watching it and they're going through like their morning routine, my favorite person in this cult, there's a cat wearing a robe and it looks like Mother Teresa and it's a little ginger cat. He's so cute. I love that you so also cute. just called the cult cat a person. Yeah. That's well, very that's giving. part of it. That's very aged um, Aquarius of you. Thank you. My random fact is that the real estate agent who leased the family their first house, the Los Feliz one, was Jodie Foster's dad. I know. Shut up. Shut up. I can't even speak. And my only other one, which I've already mentioned, is that my favourite album name was Penetration. (sighs) My aura is purple with exhaustion. (laughs) So I think all that there's left to say is... Thank you, Fluffy Miff and Mary Muffin. (laughs) And? Yod-yod. Can I just have this bit for a sec? Sorry, yes, go. (laughs) When the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars, join a cult. (laughs) Ah! You have to tell people not to join one. Don't join one. Great, thank you. (laughs) And thank you for doing this with me. This has been the best hour of my life. You've been listening to Zealot, produced by me, Joe Thornley, powered by Mashed Yeast. My co-host for this episode was Simone Holtznagel, who is the most LA thing that ever came out of Wollongong. Further reading and terrible psychedelic rock can be found on the Zealot Facebook page. And music is by the Everglades, a great bloke who won't let me name his band. Um, cult.